Guys, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just for wrestling, the JFW podcast hosted by Travis Day. And Illinois' most hated wrestling fan, Steve Doris. We gotta work on that, man. You gotta come in sooner. You gotta come in sooner with that stuff. I'm sorry. Man. I know, I get I get that, you know, you're not used to it. This is like the first like official podcast where you're not being surprised in. You're actually starting with the show. So we're going to have to work right, on that. Right, right. I'm it's, learning. I'm, you know, yeah. I didn't get no training. I'm, I, I assumed I would have got some training this new job I'm on. No. You know, I'm, I'm used to having training. No. You ever uh, you ever watched the movie uh, Hondo with John Wayne? No. Never was a big John Wayne fan. Oh, okay. Well, uh, there's a scene in Hondo where he's fishing with uh, this girl's kid. And okay. uh, he was telling the kid, like, the best fishing is on the other side of the river. You need to go over there into the shade. And the kid's like, I can't. I can't swim. And John Wayne's like, what would you say? Kid's like, I can't swim. So John Wayne took the pole out of his hands and threw him in the fucking river. He learned pretty that, damn that, quick. That's basically what you're doing with me. You're just throwing yeah. me in the river. I'm John right. Wayne, bro. Yeah, I just, yeah, swim. I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't give, uh, I didn't give Dizzle J or Dally any training. It just kind of jumped right into hell. I didn't get any oh, training. Oh, trust me. Time. You can yeah. tell they don't have no damn training. And speaking of them too, I listened to the show you released yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Got some issues with y'all. You know, okay. your aid, your, I, I know this is the indie show, but, <clears throat> But we're going to have to touch on mainstream for just a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. The AEW guy sank. He was drowning. First of all, it's not the IGWP U.S. heavyweight title. It's the IWGP, the International Wrestling Grand Prix Champion. There we go. See, but I didn't know that either, man. That's not me. That's I know. You're on that. You're on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. And All In was not under the AEW banner. All In was in 2018. It was promoted as an indie show. Um, Ring of Honor pretty much, per, you know, did all the lighting, the ring, mm-hmm. you know, all the camera. You know, unfortunately, they were dumb not to get their name on All In and call it Ring of Honor Presents All In. Yeah. You know, those are some things that your AEW guy needs to understand. You know, it seems like he's not watching the show. I don't know. Mm. You know, I gotta say though, I mean, I figured you'd be more um, offended by the stuff Dally said than Dizzle J, but I do respect your professionalism on uh, going after his work and not what uh, she was kind of saying about you. Oh, I was going to touch on that next. Oh, were you? Oh, first perfect. of all, first of all, I think there's a little bit of jealousy there. She said, you know, she wants to be on the indie show. You're on the main show, be you know. Second of all, whining because she wants to go to wrestling events. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Get a job. <laughs> Ask your dad for some money. Go get a lemonade stand. Jeez. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like, to her credit, she does work for Southland Championship Wrestling. Um, and, uh, I mean, it, it's one of those things where uh, I know this was going to be a tricky situation with bringing you in and being new and everything. And, you know, oh, I, yeah. I, I know the worry for them was, like, oh, crap, are we being replaced? And, I mean, that's not the case, you know. Like, you know, I, I want us to all work together as kind of like a family I think we'll get there. You know, there's just it, it's like when uh, it's like when you bring a new puppy into the house and the other dogs just don't really get along with them quite yet. But uh, over time, you guys will be homeward bound. Or the other dogs start urinating and shitting on the floor to mark their territory. Well, I don't shit on my floor, so uh, <laughs> that's why. Well, if you listen to their their part of the podcast, they were shitting on the whole damn floor. They were. Good they Lord, they they're, they're taking their ass and scrounging around the, like they had ass itch or something. Their hind legs up and their ass on the floor. <laughs> Man. Well, you know, but anyway, it, yeah, it's going to take time for us to kind of get all situated and work together and everything. Uh, I know uh, we're discussing that uh, our plan is to head out to uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling. Um, right. Oh, God, I can't remember the date. June 4th, I no. think it was. September, September 4th. September 4th, yeah. June's uh, June. already over, man. Yeah, 2022. <laughs> September 4th, uh, I think that's our plan. I, I think Dizzle J and Dally might go with us. Not quite okay. sure. Uh, but it's like I explained to them. It's like they're more than welcome to come on the indie show anytime they want, but they have to contribute to the indie stuff as well, which means going to the shows and getting a hold of companies and stuff. Uh, you mentioned to me earlier before we started recording that two more matches were announced for uh, SCW. So already you're doing a lot of work that uh, I just can't get out of the others. So see, and I love uh, the, the two matches. Oh, you know I mean the two oh, matches they announced. Yeah, yeah. I seen they released was uh, Ivan Manson versus Tiny, who looks like Charlie Junior's dad. Just you know. Uh, second match is that Rick Raid versus Scott Spade. Kind of a little rain there. I like that. The Raid now, versus the Spade. Now, if I'm I'm trying to remember, Tiny is like that manager of uh, Spade. He's Scott. He's yeah. He's Scott Spade's manager. Gotcha. So you can already see that these matches are going to intertwine somehow. They're going to. Mm-hmm. And I know that a couple shows ago. Scott Spade says something about, you know, we're invading here. With that, I personally think Powell Entertainment from up north in Fox Lake that Jimmy Blaze owns. Yeah. I think there's going to be some type of an invasion going on. I'm not sure, but I truly think that's what's happening. Well, I mean, we did see, uh, we did see an invasion happen between SCW and ARW. And, uh, it, it's just, it's kind of like when yeah. it comes to, uh, you know, uh, WCW and WWE, you know, like when, when you are, you know, a, a top promotion in an area, people want to, you know, they, they, in a sense, they want to associate with their name, but at the same time, they want to challenge you. You know, it's, it's like prison. You find the biggest dude and knock him <laughs> out, you know? So, that's true. Or you go, you go and steal his lunch and, you know. That's right. So, but I mean, they, I get it. Go ahead. Like JPH is going mm-hmm. up the, Powell on August 6th of the uh, title versus title. Yeah. Something, somebody's going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what goes. I was looking at my schedule to go up there for that, but being a Friday night all the way to Fox Lake, that's, you know, that would be, 
hell of a trip on a Friday night. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a long journey on Saturday when we head up to uh, Powerhouse Wrestling. No. I said we can work out the legit, you know. Yeah. Cuz you got a truck, you know, big guy like me, you got a truck, right? Yeah, I could throw you in the bed if you yeah. makes you more comfortable. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't uh, know yeah. if I'm going to travel with your partners that long, but you know, they, uh, Well, actually I yeah. do. Because the reason I do is that's education time. I'm going to take them to school that night. <laughs> all the way there and all the way back. The first class of Steve's wrestling education. <laughs> first thing we're going to do is discuss how to pronounce title belts, championships, straps, whatever you want to call them. We're going to break down the names. What's your go-to you know, I don't even know for it? What's uh, – I would say championship belt, title belt. Title belt. Yeah, I don't – you know, you want to call, you know, I know the, you know, lingo straps, you know, but mm-hmm. I say title belt, championship belt. Yeah, I know. It is a belt. Yeah, and I know, like, you know, obviously uh, just kind of learning more about pro wrestling, especially when it comes to WWE, like Vince McMahon has a set of words that you're just not allowed to say, and on that list is strap and belt, you know, because it's like even Bruce Pritchard said, you know, it's like, you know, he doesn't like the term belt because it's not a belt. It's a championship, you know, and stuff like that. I like the term well, that, title. And but. That comes from the days of, I think he wants to get away, you know, the days of the Southern wrestling. Yeah. He wanted to get away from that. Yeah. But there you go. You're getting off the indie topic again. We got to stay, you know, guys. I know. Here. It, it is. And and we uh, we actually got to uh, get right into the main focus of today's show which is that interview we did earlier this week with Evil Gains and Evil. Um, I know we mentioned on the last show that uh, it was something we were planning on doing as soon as possible, and it turns out as soon as possible was two days later. So we're already making things happen here on the yes. uh, on the independent episodes of uh, JFW. So uh, we're going to dive into that here. Uh, you guys are going to get an opportunity to, uh, if you haven't already, um, uh, meet uh, Mr. Three Percent John Hudson, uh, the evil genius Aaron Xavier. Uh, for those of you who are SCW fans, uh, ARW fans, you know John Hudson. Uh, well, you said they, had, uh, we actually said in the interview, they wrestled uh, Crash Test, right? Yeah, they were, you know, uh, Hudson had a, a few matches with even Jake Andrews over there that were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I know they're reviving, what I've seen is they're reviving Crash Tested. And I know some mainstays, I think Aaron Xavier and John Hudson, are not happy about it. We, I didn't get a chance to ask them that night, you know, but because the focus was getting the SCW fans to know who they are. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and that was a and that was weird thing, too, you know, so we kind of sat down and talked to them about, you know, the formation of the tag team, their history getting to this point. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, – it was, we we kind of spoke about the same stuff, uh, very similar to what they talked about in the last interview they did, uh, just in a more professional way because you know JFW is a professional podcast as compared to others. I'm not going to say what they are uh, because they may be a little bit more uh, powerful than I am, in a sense. So well, that's that. That's that. Politic- right. Politicking or 
Politeka Dickey? I don't know. They had Politeka Dickey. I don't know what they take over there in the power hour. They're taking <laughs> something. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. It's okay, though, because uh, I haven't heard from Steve yet, and obviously all the things we've been saying about him, uh, I guess he really doesn't care. So um, I'm okay with that, though. You know, I don't want him listening to my show. I, I, I'd rather intelligent people listen to the show. I'll say that. Yeah. Don't let Dally and Dwight Dizzle listen to it. <laughs> Dwight. <laughs> For all that shit, man. Okay. So uh, let's dive into the interview and everything so people have a chance to actually uh, sit down and enjoy that part of it. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to kind of update the guy, uh, everyone on the match cards for SCW's upcoming show. And um, I don't think I got really anything else to add before we start, right? No, I don't have nothing more to add. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's uh, let's bring you guys the interview uh, that me and Steve did with Evil Games, Nevo, John Hudson, and Aaron Xavier. All right, guys, uh, I promised months ago that we we're going to do this. It's finally happening. Uh, we are sitting down with Evil Gaines Neville, Mr. 3% John Hudson, and the evil genius Aaron Xavier. Uh, guys, thanks for the opportunity to sit down with uh, here, us with uh, JFW and talking with us. Appreciate thanks that. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, and I do apologize ahead of time. I guess I never really informed you guys that uh, Steve, my new co-host, is going to be here. So hopefully, John, that's not that big of a deal for you because I know you guys haven't really uh, got we're not. No. We're not by each other, so it's going to be okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's a computer screen. Nothing right. bad can happen with a computer screen. Right. Well, I'm just saying, you know, with his with his hood up, it seems like he's ready to rumble or some shit over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, to try to set this all up and talk to you guys and everything, I tried to do some history and some research to look up any guys, get an idea of who you are. And I don't know if it's just, like, my lack of tech capabilities or what, but – um, I can only learn so much about you guys, but there's really no history for me to kind of like read about. So um, I want to start with Aaron, just because you are fairly more new to me uh, as a as a wrestler coming into SCW. Um, so just a quick recap of your career. Where did you start out at and how did you get into wrestling? Well, I got into wrestling uh same way most people end up getting into it. You know, they like wrestling. You know, it's, the big thing with me is there was a wrestling school that was 15, 20 minutes down the road. I wanted to go to wrestling school. My dad wanted to send me to college. So he made the deal that if I got a scholarship, he would pay for my wrestling school. Lo and behold, I happened to be able to hit a curveball and throw the ball 90 miles an hour. Pretty good baseball player. So, you know, things worked out. So, you know, that was the deal. He paid for my wrestling yeah. school. I, you know, went down the road. It was the Wild Samoans Wrestling Academy in uh, Whitehall, Pennsylvania, before they moved, to, you know, down to Florida where it's nice and warm and not shitty weather half the year. And, you know, that that was really it. It's You know, I, I, I did that. You know, I went and did my college thing, wrestled when I could. I'd come back, wrestle when I could, train when I could. And you know, there's really not a whole lot to talk about from the early stages there. It was just sort of all a blur between baseball and wrestling. And then I got out here and got the itch again. And most people around here, most of the people that are going to be fans of SCW or, you know, watch your show, they're going to know me from places like Dreamway. I was a you know big part of Dreamwave for years. Uh, CSW in Chicago, big part of there for years. Uh, Crash Tested Wrestling, which is where me and John first uh, became familiar, so to speak. You know, as most people know by now, you know the last three years of that company when we were firing really fast, I was the one running the company. I was the one writing the shows, booking the talent, and so that's where most people are going to find me or know who I am. 
Okay. Yeah, and uh I did I did kind of catch a couple of uh the matches uh from Crash Test that you were in. Uh a lot of them are actually available on YouTube. And the announcers in there uh not not in just one or two, but like multiple matches that you were in uh referred to you as the measuring stick for Crash Test. Like if somebody wanted to make the name for themselves, they had to go through Aaron Xavier. Yeah, that that was uh you know, early on especially, you know, it was we'd bring in new talent and it was, you know, they say it sort of just became, if it was somebody new, they, I'd be the one that wrestled him at first. I think mm-hmm. John might've been the lone exception because first time I brought him in. And I think that's because I couldn't stay at the show. I had, a, I had a double shot that night. So I put him in the ring with somebody else. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah. And that was one thing too, because I kind of tried looking up both of you guys in the ring together and I couldn't find that. Um, there's one, there's one segment that, that we are in the ring together. It was the for, the day the actual formation of the ARC when you guys beat up Justice Jones and we put him through the chairs. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to find that video because that sounds. What is what is ARC? Uh, that was the original group. That yeah, that was the original group we had in CTW. Um, at the time, I had some neck issues going on. I needed shoulder surgery, so I was I was stepping away. And you know what I wanted to do at that time was use where I was put at, you know, the sort of give other, some newer people the rub to get people in the spot because I'm not going to be there. And so John was brand new and John had expressed to me his desire to be a heel. He wanted to be, he wanted to be the bad guy. Nobody had ever just let him be John fucking Hudson. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, the whole idea was, all right, I'm going to put a couple guys in there with me and C-Red at the time. And with, with the whole understanding that three months later, when I go away, John was going to be in my spot <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, it, it didn't end up that way because unfortunately John was so good. It, it, he started getting organically turned <laughs> in the wrong direction, <laughs> but you know, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to stay on the CTW thing too long because yeah. every time I think about that place, I, all I think of is the missed opportunities we had to do something really cool. Mm-hmm. And so I got you. And then, uh, John, if I, if I remember correctly from at least what I've heard, uh, you, you didn't start in the Midwest. You started in California, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I started in Southern California. Uh, I was 18 turning 19 years old, started at UPW, Ultimate Pro Wrestling with the Ballard brothers. These, uh, two <laughs> Canadian friends. Yeah, uh, but the great trainers, they're unbelievable trainers. They taught me give, take, you know, positioning, how to protect my opponent, how to protect myself. Yeah. Uh, it, it was awesome. But they never really taught me how to work, though. <clears throat> so from there, I shipped out to North Carolina and trained at High Spots uh, with George South. Mm-hmm. That was uh, That was very old school training, extreme old school training. Uh, ran out of money, went back home, and then from there I went to Tampa, Florida, and tried to get into FCW when uh, WWE was still there. Um, I got in the door, I got an, an interview, but I wasn't big enough at all. That's pretty much what they told me. But I stayed in Tampa and just did little shows around around the place, and um, one night in Tampa, my upstairs neighbor, who was also a wrestler, invited me to a TNA show in Orlando. Got to the show, and I met a man by the name of Angel Armani, who lives in Milwaukee. 
and uh, he he's a wrestling trainer. He trains people. He's trained people from CM Punk to I don't want to say all of CM Punk, but helped uh, he, uh, Austin Aries, Silas Young, um, Juice Robinson. He he has a really good resume. And for about a year, after I ran out of money in Tampa, moved back home, I was living in my car. And for about like a year, he would text me every day, like, if you want to learn to work, get out to Milwaukee. I finally hit him up saying, I have no money. I don't have anything. He's like, look, if you get out here, you can live with me. I'll train you for free. Just get a job, pay for your food, and clean up after yourself. Got rid of everything, made it out to Milwaukee. That was the best, 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 best decision I ever made because ever since I made it out to the Midwest, things were just going. And um, that was 2014, and then 2017 rolls around, and I meet A.A. Ron Xavier. And (laughs) when I started to do the Dr. Gaines gimmick, the promos I was cutting were pretty spot on. Everything I was doing was pretty good. And I haven't said this yet, but some of my ideas I would get from A.A. Ron. Yeah. I would, like, say, like, this is what I'm going to say in this promo. What do you think? And he would say, well, why don't you say this instead and make it sound that much better? So he kind of had a a little bit to do with the Doctor of Gaines thing going on. And he's also the evil genius. Me mm-hmm. and him on a microphone. <laughs> That's money. Yeah. And we just always shot this idea back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for years. And um, I pitched it to a few promotions. Nope. He's pitched it to a few. Nope. It's just the the, the paths never cross until. Yeah, it's like, wow. yeah the, the problem is with guys. The problem is with guys like me and John. And everyone knows me and John are very outspoken people. Is <laughs> you tend to. You tend to you tend to chap a few asses when you don't when you just say what's on your mind, and yeah. it seemed like every place we pitched it, I was either sort of a, viewed in a negative light of the place, or John had said something stupid to another place, and it was never a place where somebody just looked at it without a personal view and just looked at the talent and the idea and said, "Oh my God, that could be really fucking cool." Yeah, <laughs> and well, and SD, and SCW was the first the first place to say, you know what, let's give it a go. Yeah. And that was one thing I did kind of notice, uh, well, especially like looking again, and this is looking back at like some of the videos of uh, your guys' matches back in the day. Uh, but even like recent 2019, 2020 and stuff like that. Um, like your guys' match style is pretty similar. It looks like you guys wrestle a very similar kind of way. Uh, even your promos sound like, like you guys have the same uh, cadence and the way you talk. Uh, especially like look at some of your promos back in the day, uh, Aaron, that, um, you did a crash test, but even, uh, John, when you, uh, had like that feud with, uh, James Creed and you, uh, did the promos, uh, through Facebook and you guys were talking yeah. and you even hit like, not, I mean, not so much in the business, but more like shoot style talking reality being serious, being real. Um, <clears throat> so what, I, I guess, like, my, my question is, like, where's the psychology in it to where you want to be more real in the way you conduct your promos rather than being in the business and doing those, like, like kayfabe, jokey kind of, uh, kind of promos? Like, wh- like, how do you decide that at that point? This is, once again, this is just my opinion. Yeah. It's not a fact, just my opinion. Uh, there were, 
It's professional wrestling. There, the, the fourth wall has already been broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not trying to pull a wall over anyone's eyes. You know, this, this, this is entertainment. This is show business. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is show business, people. And for, I heard you say shit, so for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can swear here. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're grown-ass men. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot on you a little bit, but fuck, I hope you shoot on me too. Because mm-hmm. then the, the, the sheep that watch are going to go, oh, shit. That yeah. was kind of fucked up what he said. Mm-hmm. And then when they see the next promo that you cut, they're going to be like, oh, oh, dude, we got to go to this. I don't, I don't know if this is a shoot or not. Yep. It, it, yeah. it, 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 how do I say this? It's the only, and especially in today's world, because everyone knows everything now. Um, right. It's like the only opportunity I feel I have to bring people my age or people watching back to that feeling I had when I was a kid, when I yeah. saw Bret Hart put Stone Cold in the sharpshooter and blood was dripping yeah. down. And I actually thought that came from a chair shot. Yeah, I think that, you know, if you, sh- I, I like shooting in the promo, but you can only go so far. You know, if, if you know if there's like a death in the family, you don't want to bring that up, or someone has yeah. cancer, or like you know, like uh, you don't want to bring up sexual orientation or nationality or anything like that. But like, if it's something kind of funny, you know, bring it up. Or if it's like you know, you're a little boy, I'm a grown ass man, bring it up. And yeah. I even told that to James, and I'm like, yeah, come back with something good, and he he did. I liked his promo, so. Yeah. You know, make it believable. They were, they were Draw the crowd in. From our first, from our first, uh, our our first match of three, the crowd they were there, but they were into it not really. The next time we wrestled, the crowd was bigger by forty four people. Yeah. The next time we wrestled that two out of three falls match, the crowd was bigger by about fifty six people. Mm-hmm. We kept. We just you got to yeah. engage, and I honestly well, think you have to kind of. Do a little bit of that to get him engaged, but but that, but that was the one thing I did kind of like. I was going, yeah, Aaron. You're kind of <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, I only do it because I'm willing to take it. Yeah, it's there, there's there's an art form to it. It's yes, while the fourth wall has been broken for years, nobody nobody has doubted that. At the end of the day, it's not about purposely just ignoring the fourth wall, but it's also not treating the fan like like they're too stupid to realize it to me it's all about getting people to suspend disbelief they all know what they're seeing as a show but it's to me it's you know it's like for me the whole evil genius that this that and the other i had other gimmicks that were just that they were just characters Mm -hmm. but at a certain point you know somebody sat me down and we were talking and that's how the whole thing for what i'm doing now they're just like look when you it was like when you have a few glasses of scotch you are the biggest cocky asshole i've ever seen in my life why don't you just be that why don't you just be that guy? Just turn yeah. the damn volume up. And so that's where that started. And to me, it boils down. It's real easy to explain. There's an old, an old quote from Jimmy Valiant where he used to tell people, it's like, I can't make you believe wrestling's real, but I can make you believe I am. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not trying to get you to buy into everything, but if I can get you to believe, look at everything, it's like, okay, this, this, and this, I know this isn't real, but then they look at me as like, but I'm not sure if that's not. You know, yeah. that, that allowed, that gets somebody to suspend their disbelief. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and that's what it is. I'm not trying to get you to believe 
all the smoke and mirrors. But if I can get you to buy in the fact that I'm real, mm-hmm. then I've already won. I've already won the battle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that was, and uh, I think I think the uh, interaction between uh, John Hudson and James Creed is kind of the perfect example of maybe one of the things that wrestling today is kind of missing. Like, I, I did go to wrestling school back in the day, and I was trained by uh, Mike Nolan, Jay Jensen, the Thomas Sully brothers. Um, and I remember and you're, the, still wa- and you're still walking? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I remember the, there was something. There was something in the interview you guys did uh, on the uh, Power Hour where, John, you were talking about all these burpees and stuff you did. Um, uh, uh, five, yeah, 500 Hindu squats before yeah. you get in the ring. Yeah, uh, to this to this day, I hate burpees. I, burpees is like the bane of my existence. I don't I, do them. I no, won't. I, I won't do another one as long as I live. No, <laughs> no. I I was not a big fan of it. I remember there was one day I was setting up a, a show in Frankfurt, and somebody from the school forgot to pick up a photographer from the train station, and because one person messed up, everyone got punished. And I remember like an hour and a half, we had to stand around the ring and do squats for, like, 45 minutes or an hour and a half or something like that. Just straight number squats. And, like, it doesn't matter if you're tired. It doesn't matter if you're sore. 45 minutes or whatever, you keep doing squats, keep doing squats, which sucked. I mean, it it helped in the sense of, like, you know, it helps your, you know, obviously wrestling to build your leg muscles. Sucked. And it just pissed me off because all I can think is, like, I didn't forget the guy. This person forgot the guy. But it's also that whole team aspect. One person screws up, everyone screws up. But... Yeah, um, but like, I, we have, like we have to do them because uh, we were told that our legs will give out before our legs will give out before our brain gives out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So make sure your brain gives out before your legs give out because yeah. your opponent can tell you what to do. Yeah, and I, I think I think that. <laughs> but I I think it's one of those I, I think that stuff from back in the day is what's kind of missing like even now and. Totally, uh, and uh, you kind of—I saw that growth with James, and it's like even beyond the fact that you—he uh, had the opportunity to wrestle, wrestle you, and you—you you are one of the better uh, talents I've seen uh, between ARW and SCW. I, Thank like you. you, you have so much go in you. Um, Thank you very much. Like even like even during the whole SCW ARW feud, like I was an ARW guy, uh, and for two reasons: you and Max Holiday. Huge fans of both you guys. Thank you. Uh, still, still am to this day. Uh, I still think you know Holiday's the best SCW Heavyweight Champion uh, because he he held it three times over 400 days. I'll say it, Steve. Shake your head all you want, Here we man. Go. Here we go. <laughs> um, but it's like you said with the promos. Like when Creed Furt did his first uh, promo on you, it was very gimmicky. You know, doing this crosshairs thing. You know, the 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 burst of you know verbiage that he used and stuff to try to get like that excitement over. Yeah. And then you kind of came back and, like, you shut him down, but not in a way to where it buries him, but in a way where it's like, you know, like, let me light this fire under your ass so you could do more. And then he did. Nice. And then you guys, it kept going back and forth until it kept building. And I think that's what brought that emotion into the match. That's wow. where. It did. It, yeah. As I, a fan, that, it was, sorry. It was, uh, I look forward to those promos. Yeah. And that. You know, as a fan, even if I had something going on, I would not have went because I had to see that last match. Yeah, and definitely, I will say, not all because of the promos they helped, but that the last match I had with Creed, the two out of three falls, you can definitely <laughs> there was something different in the air that night, as they say. Oh yeah, oh, you, yeah. you can yeah, definitely you can definitely feel the tension. 
you can, mm-hmm. you, can you can feel the electricity you can you can feel everything and uh all I've never said this before, but all the stars aligned perfectly on the on that night. Yeah, which yeah. It, it was even it was even the two out of three falls that was it was weird at first, but I liked how different it was and the fact that you guys kind of did it backwards. Difficult. Yeah, it's it's like one of the things. Like, and and we we've, we've mentioned it. I still didn't I, like it. <laughs> I talked about it on my podcast when it was announced that the first match was a hardcore match, and the only question I had was like, where the hell do you go from there? Like like. I mean, you could only do so much, like, especially in independence. It's not like you could just drop a cage from the top of the, you know, from the ceiling at whim just to make something more exciting. I mean, obviously, if you walk into, you know, the Shaban Civic Center, and you see a cage uh, on, above the ring, you're like, oh, shit, there's going to be a cage match. You yeah. know, it's so, like, when they said hardcore match, they're like, okay, well, what the hell do you do next? Okay, submission match. Okay, it seems like it's going down. Hopefully, it keeps the crowd engaged. And then the singles match is like, ah, eh. but the thing is, even though you guys did it backwards, you kept everyone engaged. And I think uh, it was uh-huh. I think it was all the added stuff that was put into it that kinda of made it more special. Creed's dad interfering, Aaron uh coming out. It it was it was the the unexpected that happened. And yeah. I think and I think, you know, I the the experience from you I think showed a lot in that match. I'm just assuming. Um <laughs> But uh, at the same time, you know, like, like Creed has the ability to be a great uh, single wrestler. Obviously, oh, he, was a, he was a tag team uh, wrestler. He former, you know, ARW tag team champion, just like you were. Um, mm-hmm. um, but you guys are kind of like now flip-flopping. You know, you're going from being a singles competitor now into a tag team where he's going from a tag team now into a singles. And uh, that match was actually your last match before you went into his next surgery. Real quick, how's that yeah. go? Uh, it was going really bad. Now it's going really good. Um, so I had my C6 and C7 replaced right there in my neck and the bottom of my neck. Um, I was told six weeks. It just got six weeks went by seven weeks, eight weeks. Kept feeling a little bit of pain. Went back in for an MRI. They found a fracture going across my C6 that I must have gotten during surgery or something happened after surgery. Just a compression fracture. Um, so yeah, I broke my, you can say I broke my neck on top of the surgery and everything. Last, was it last week? Yeah, last week I went in for an MRI on Wednesday. Yeah. To check it out. Thursday. I got the clear, so I'm I'm in the clear. I got the go. <laughs> I just I got I just got to build that back up, and I need awesome. to get I need I need to get in the ring. I got to get in the ring and take a couple bumps and just see mm-hmm. how I feel. But uh, other than that, I got I got the go ahead pretty much. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Thank you uh, very much. Thank you, yeah. uh, Aaron. Uh, Rock and wrestling at uh, Steam Hollow uh, earlier in June. You had an opportunity to wrestle uh, James Creed. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was the first match I saw live of yours. I don't know how many matches you had because of COVID and stuff and everything like that, but how did it feel to wrestle, um, you know, at Steam Hollow? How did it feel to wrestle James Creed? Because that's a different venue, at least from for your SCW perspective. So it's you know, you, with somebody like Creed, you, I, I'm not even gonna lie. It's like I, you could tell going in, like watching his matches with John that there's something there. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen that with a lot of young guys over the years. I mean, I've been doing this over 20 years now. But after being in the ring with them, 
you you get an idea of just how hard, how far ahead of the curve he is. Um, something that nobody knows about outside of the locker room is halfway through that match, I got a concussion and couldn't remember anything. Really? And oh, how many how how many guys with as little experience of like number of years as some, as Creed would be able to then turn around and play full veteran and and, and get you through a match? Yeah. So, it's so like, real quick, it's you, like a, in, a third of the way, a third. Of, I don't remember anything from about a third of the way in to the end. Okay, because for obviously, Steve, you weren't at the match, you weren't at the show. No, but even though the match ended, that wasn't the end of everything that you dealt with because Hunter came out. <laughs> yeah, don't remember it. It's like, well, I, well, I take that back. I remember it because I've seen it. I've seen it on tape, but I have no recollection of doing any of it. See, at that a, point, I was on autopilot. See, I cut a, a, I cut a, I cut a good promo, and not even knowing I was cutting a promo, though, right. it was pretty funny. I know that's the, that's what's <laughs> blowing my mind right now is because I, I, I know you're not lying to me, but it sounds like bullshit because you you said that you had an entire match, you attacked Creed, cut a promo, got attacked by Hunter, and still found a way to get yourself out of the ring and walk away, and you did all that concussed. Oh, yeah. wrestling, buddy. And muscle, mem- <laughs> <and> muscle memory. <laughs> now you also you also got to remember is you know after the match, so we do the thing and it's like when you have a concussion, it's not like you just don't remember anything. A lot of times yeah. you'll you'll it, it'll be like somebody will flip the light switch on for about three seconds. You get a quick glimpse of what you're supposed to do, and yeah. then somebody will shut it back off and you'll forget everything. Wow. So, and <clears throat> you know in those situations it's it's more relying on your experience and mm-hmm. just saying, okay, I, I know I'm supposed to do something and just hope you'd get through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, ask, ask Creed, you know, a couple other people from the locker room. I spent about 15 minutes asking what happened. <laughs> Cause I had no <laughs> idea what happened. <laughs> Dude, man, that That's amazing. I, I, I sat at the bar and drank all night. It seems like you're more coherent than I was, and you're like fucking. It's so... like I about an hour after the show, I started the, the cobweb started to clear. Yeah, you know. So you know, it's not like I got like really, really badly messed up, but I got my bell rung where I I had no recollection of what was going on there for a good hour or so. Gotcha. That's that's amazing, man. Well, you did great. I mean, like I said, like I. If you've never told me, I never would know, and I don't think anyone else else anyone else in that audience would have. So I'll guarantee, uh, I'll guarantee if John watched that match, he could tell exactly from the point I was concussed because I'm never a step behind on spots. I mean, yeah. my timing is usually good, and he'll be able to tell because from a certain point on, I am about a half step behind on everything. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Um, so Evil Games and Evil is coming to SCW. Uh, we've already talked about how, like, the stars never aligned, uh, so it was never a possibility of it happening anywhere else beforehand. Uh, we, um, Steve, I'm going to let you talk here for a little bit because you're just sitting there in a weird way. Um, <laughs> just all hooded over like the weirdo sitting at lunch by himself. Um, yeah, had experience. <laughs> he looks like He looks like the last virgin Jedi over there. <laughs> Well, now I got a couple questions. You know, SCW's tag division right now is just, it's dry. There's one or two. 
So, you know, for evil gains and evil, if or when, and I'm going to use that line because you may not, win those titles. Are you going to be paper champions like Elite Pain? Or are you actually going to defend them? And There has in, never been make, a... Make, 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 sorry, make management SCW bring in tag teams that are worthy of getting title shots, not super bearded bros or Joe from down the street or some fan that, you know, like me. Are you actually going to defend those titles against worthy opponents? Well, the worthy opponents thing is, you know, that's really not on us. Look, I, I, I know I can speak for myself, and I'm assuming John feels the same way. But what I say, you know, about we are the most talented tag team at SCW from the day we step in there. I'm not taking anything away from a team like Elite Pain. They've been tag champions forever. They've been tag champions all over the damn area for years. But the right. bottom line is, when we say we're the best, we're not just talking. It's not a paper champion situation. So whoever wants to come in, and I've said it in promos across the Midwest over the last two years, you, you think I'm lying, just come prove me wrong. Show up and come prove me wrong. That's all you got to do. It's, and it's not a but, matter of if, it's a matter of when. When Marco and Hunter get in the ring with John and I, and when we beat J- uh, Hunter and Marco, then other teams, if they want to come and challenge the Kings, they can come. We're not going to back down from anybody. We've never backed down from anybody on our own. Why would we back down together? But if you're that good, you say you guys are, you would want to lobby management not to bring in these fourth-tier, fifth-tier teams. You want the best in the Midwest. Damn right. So, yeah. so why, you know, as an SCW fan, been there a long time, watching them from when they were Chicago-style wrestling Southland. Their tag team division has not been that great. I don't care if I get shit from the owner or not. But, you know, you guys come in and say you're that good. I would just hate to see you guys win those titles and then they give you fourth and fifth tier teams that are in the area. Because that happens. It's happening. Well, have you ever thought about it from a business sense? It's like, okay, elite pain. Great wrestlers, great tag team champions. But you look at me and John. Look at how marketable we are. Why would you want to take your mo- your hottest commodity, your easiest marketing symbol, and just sit us on the shelf and bring in four-tier talent instead of bringing in people? It's like John takes his shirt off. Half the women in Shabans lose their mind. That's why he gets booed all the damn time. The guys are pissed off that their ladies are thinking about him. That's all it is. Have you seen some of the women in Shabans? You mean I the didn't. farm animals and Shabans? What's that? You mean the farm animals? I didn't know Shabans was a petting zoo. <laughs> no, no, I I actually grew up in that town. It's not a bad town. Oh, yeah. But it's like, know, look, I got some you. I'm with you. I don't. I, I can pet if you want. It's like I don't want the fourth tier talent. I want them to bring in the best talent. I want to. I want them to bring in everybody. Anybody and everybody, bring me bring me people from Florida, bring me people from Texas, California, wherever. Because at the end of the day, we're just going to line them up, and it's just going to it's going to further our our claim to being exactly what we said we are, and that is the best tag team. If I could just add on to what Aaron said, we are we will not and will never ever be weekend warriors. 
We're not guys that come in on the weekend, have a little fun, get a quick payday, and leave. This is something we want to do for a living. This is something that we, we have a passion for, something we have a love for, something that no one has anything that I've ever seen for, especially at SCW. And when we walk into SCW, SCW is going to be put on the map, and I pray to God that they bring in something better than a fourth, fifth, sixth tier. This goes for any wrestler out there. How are you going to be better or better yourself if you keep wrestling the same dog crap? It's like, you know, just 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 a little thing. I ha- I did have a conversation that's, with SCW that's management. Not, hold on. That's not I'm not, not I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about SCW there. I'm literally talking about wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get better if you keep wrestling the same shit? No, you're right. Right, you're right. But with, in regards to SCW, I did have a talk with SCW management earlier this week and they are bringing they from what I've been told they are planning on bringing in more teams to increase the level of competition there. Which is great, and oh. that's what I want to see because I don't want to be the team that's sitting there holding the titles. Where you know we've just beaten you know Jack and John from down the street. You know what I mean? That learn how to wrestle on a mattress. I want them to bring in people. It's like hell, you hey, they just got released. Bring bring me Fandango and fucking Tyler Breeze. Ooh, that would be fun. John, it's like I mean, me and John, me and John can take them be. out. And fine, be a real fun match. It's like, I don't care who you bring us. Bring us the good brothers. Bring us the young bucks. I don't care. The young bucks yeah, are going to match, too. <laughs> well, it's, uh, like, it, it's like anyone that's familiar with my history, especially Dreamwave, knows traditionally I was a tag team guy. And especially at Dreamwave, I was in the ring with some of the best tag teams in the world all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I've never backed down, especially in a tag team setting. Come on now. Well, before you have an opportunity to go for the tag team titles, which I, I guess real quick sidebar, uh, John, so the next SC, uh, SCW show is, Steve, was it July 24th? July 24th. Yeah. The, day before the, the day before the greatest day of the year, which is my birthday. Oh, well, happy pre-birthday. Uh, <laughs> happy do you plan Do you plan on being at SCW uh, on the 24th? Or is that kind of a surprise? We'll see. I haven't, I haven't gotten a phone call. <laughs> well, the, the, I haven't gotten a thing, but uh, I, do, I do know uh, that uh, a buddy of mine is wrestling for the heavyweight championship. And that's what that's kind of like what I'm curious about is like if you're going to be there to uh, be in the corner of Aaron as he takes on GPH. Not saying that you need to be there. You know what? Okay. I'm going to answer this question the way John Cena answered the CNN question when they asked him if he takes steroids. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this You're damn sense. right. No. <laughs> I can't tell you that I have, but you'll never find out. You'll never find out that I haven't. Okay. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. So I now, now, now that the cat's out of the bag, you know, it's like it, it hadn't been announced that I had known. It's like you just spilled the beans about JPH and myself. Thanks, guys. Oh, no, it's it's been announced. We talked about really? it on the podcast yeah. last week. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was hadn't been announced yet, so that's why I hadn't said. Oh it. no. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you listen to my podcast, like most people don't, you uh, you would have known that uh, you were in a championship match. Uh, that was another thing too. Can we talked about because a uh, known associate of your guys is Angel is also in a title match against Paloma for the SCW Women's Title. Uh, what I said night one. Or not night one, the first night, the month after I first came in, I yeah. explained exactly why I was there. 
It's like I'm there. John was just being disrespected left and right. I got sick of it. John is like he, he's my he's my guy. He was my greatest find. He is he deserves much more than he's getting. And I said between myself, John, and Angel that we were going to punish mm-hmm. all these people that you got that these fans liked. It, yeah. We started with Creed beating him. But yes, I know what the result was both when I wrestled Creed and when John wrestled Creed. But can't nobody that was sitting in a chair at either of those venues say he wasn't punished. And then the conquest, no. it, continue, it continues in July, on July 24th, when Angel takes away that women's title from Paloma Stock. It's, it's, not, it's not what I think is going to happen. It's just, it's, it's just destiny. It's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and just, just I guess, a dumb question to ask, but, uh, John, if Aaron does end up winning uh, the SCW Heavyweight Championship, would that ever cause a rift between you guys and maybe you won pursuing that title in the future? In my opinion, no. He wins the Heavyweight Championship. He brings the gold to Evil Gangs and Evil. Oh, and that'll open more up gold, the title for you. Then more gold, more money. Then, when we win the Tag Team Championships... He's the heavyweight champ. That Genesis title looks pretty good on me. Yeah. Oh, I think you and Andrews would have a great match. I, think uh, I, I know Andrews very well. Hey, very I, I well. know for I know for a fact oh, yeah. they can have great matches. I booked a bunch of them. Steve, do you have any more All questions? Right, uh, no, I got to go. Okay. So. Leave. We scared we scared him away early. <laughs> no, I know it was John's pleasure to see his favorite fan, you know, not in the wrestling setting. It's weird. I know. <laughs> so hopefully we can do this again, guys, when I ain't gotta leave early. Oh, oh most definitely. All right, Steve, I'll talk to you All later, right. man. All right, take care guys. Leave. All right, Steve. I get him. All right, uh, guys, let's have a couple more questions for you, and then uh, okay. I can let you uh, go about your business. Um, so it was mentioned that Steve talked about how uh, the tag team division has been kind of lackluster in SCW uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, there was there was a, a surge of tag teams maybe in 2017, 2018, but I think between the ARW feud, between DWA becoming a thing, um, and even the pandemic, a lot of tag teams have either like split, drifted, moved on and stuff like that. So I think you guys coming in is now the beginning of that rebuild. So how important is Evil Games and Evil to SCW? Not so much as the talent that you guys are bringing, but the concept of the tag team that, uh, that is going, is going to be there, I guess. We're bringing something to the division that no one's ever seen before. It's like, there, there's never been, especially in SCW, there's never been a team that could do literally. I mean, me and John is like, me and John were both baseball players. John, you know what the term five tool player is. You know what a five tool player is. Never has SCW has seen a team that can literally do every aspect of the business at an above average level. Yeah. It's like we both can talk. We both have the look. We both are strong enough. We both are fast enough. We both outthink people. There is no weakness in our game. Okay. And that's something SCW's never seen. And as for where we fit in with, you know, the rebuild, as far as I'm concerned, we're the cornerstone of it. Because once we're established there, it's the onus is on other teams. You want you you say you're you're the best, now you gotta come and try to measure up to who is the best. 
Yeah, and that's what's going to build that division. And it, it started at the, at the last show in Shabanza. I forget the name of the team right offhand, but they they were they worked with Marco and Hunter, and they were very good. Mm-hmm. And they were a very good young tag team. It's you know there are they're out there. There are good teams out there right now. It's just a matter of getting them to come, you know, getting them in the same building. I got you. And uh, there, that's also kind of like it's going to be an interesting interesting thing to see because the last few tag uh, team defenses that Elite Payne had were against the guy, kind of smaller guys. I don't want to say, like, you know, like, cruiserweight style, but, I mean, compared to Hunter, a lot of people are smaller fucking dudes. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you you guys are probably, like, a step up from the rest of their competitors where now there's a challenge for them. Uh, right. I think, and I think even, like, with the wrestling um, experience and the knowledge you guys have and the athleticism you bring to the ring is, I think this is probably going to be the first time in probably over a year where there's an actual threat to Elite Pain losing those titles again. Um, so how does that mindset kind of go? Now, you guys never tagged together, but you guys know, you guys are well known with each other. You've had tag team experience with other people. So really going into the ring, there's not a lot of, I got to learn how to work with the guy because you guys have been close for years now. There is there is no learning curve with me and John learning to work together. When I debuted, within 30 seconds of me being in that ring, we were hitting a double-team move on Creed and putting him out like a light. It was that simple. It's not hard. When, when you're on the same page with somebody, you're just on the same page with somebody. It's not something you can learn. You either have it or you don't. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, final question, and I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, from the Power Hour uh, interview, and it's weird to bring up another show, but fuck it. Um, C Red talked a lot about Mark Anthony. Um, like his being missing from time to time and stuff like that. You guys do have a history with C Red. Uh, you mentioned even earlier on this uh, interview. Um, how important is a manager in in a tag team aspect, or, or even having a guy like C-Red. Um, I know there's Johnny Wild, who is a well-known uh, manager in the area. Do you guys ever see yourself needing a manager down the line, or do you guys just have the ability to handle yourselves, talk you know, talk for yourselves? They may not need something like that. Well, first of all, me and, me and John never need anything. For us, it's about business. If bringing in an extra piece to the business makes the business better, that's what we do. We we didn't need C Red when he was with us with the ARC, but it, from a business standpoint, it made all the sense in the world. I mean, C Red's been around twenty, thirty years. The knowledge the man has, you know, is unparalleled. Especially, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the tag, just the tag teams he's managed. You know, the Soul Touchers and all that stuff. I mean, the man's been everywhere. But you know, he's with Elite Pain right now. You know that that's on him. And, you know, as far as, you know, the thing with Marco not being there, this, that, and the other, it, you said it yourself. The SCW management hasn't brought anybody in. I, I'm sorry. If me and John are tag champions and they're not bringing anyone in to wrestle, why the hell am I going to come down? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't blame them for that. But mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's what I've been trying to say in my promos at Chabance. That time is over. It is time for you to show up. It is time for you to, to step in the ring and, and, and face us. It, it's... It, I, there, this is you don't get to sit there and use the excuse of well there's no one to wrestle anymore we're here yeah it, it, it's time and yeah me and Marco Anthony were tag team champions in another place Hunter Payne was involved in that group too I know those two very well I know better than most what those two are capable of but I also know where their weaknesses are mm-hmm. 
It's like I know how to get under their skin. Case in point, I haven't even put my boots on in Shabans yet, and I got both of them running after me trying to get their hands on me. I haven't even put a hand on them yet. Yeah. So that's the mind game aspect that you guys uh, bring to the ring as well. He's the evil genius. Well, the only, the only reason I asked that question is because secretly I like to be part of Evil Gains and Evil, regardless of the fact that, you know, I may be like Mr., you know, 85%. Um, <laughs> How do you think I feel? I got to st- I gotta stand next to this guy in the ring. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I, I'm excited to see what Evil Gains and Evil, uh, you know, how how the progression from debut tag team to SCW champion, because – there's, there's no doubt that it's, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I know you guys are going to end up being SCW taping champions on the line because it seems like you guys already have that connection that you don't need to learn and adapt and grow with. It's already there. Um, I think the kind I think the understanding that, you know, it doesn't matter who holds what title. Like if one person holds a title, we all win, which I think is kind of a cool concept as well. Uh, and plus you guys, you guys are real. It's not. It's not a weird gimmick to try to get over, you know, with kids that are sitting in the front row. You guys are going to be who you are regardless of where you're at. And I think, like I said earlier, that's something that's missing nowadays because, it's like you said, the fourth wall is down. Curtain call happened, you know. It's, I mean, that, that shit's real. Um, and I think a lot of people are missing out on that. And to have not only you guys in there to show how the evolution of wrestling is happening – but to kind of wake up the younger talent like a James Creed, a VJ Price, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think I think Gaines and Evil is a huge benefit to SCW. And this isn't me stroking your guys' ego. You don't need that. You guys know how good you are. Um, so Just ask uh, us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's, a, it's an exciting thing. Like I said, within what uh i mean your your match with creed was that that was march or april right somewhere around there uh, it was february february? March, uh, february january february and march okay so within within like five months you know <laughs> before you guys even step in the ring as the evil gains and evil evil gains and evil is changing scw making people talk about two divisions a women division and a tag team division that no one has even cared about and you guys have flipped it upside down between you guys and angel um, within five months. And I think people need to notice that and not only acknowledge it, but respect that. You know, regardless if you're liked, if you're hated or anything like that, uh, there has to be that respect there. And uh, I definitely respect you guys. And I, again, I appreciate you taking the time out doing this. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, is there anything you guys want to add or anything like as far as I don't know? I know like my other podcast, I do a lot. If you want to plug yourselves at the end of the show, I don't know if you guys have social media, you want people to follow or anything like that. But if you want, feel free to do that now. Go, go to T public, the website, T E E public.com. Search for Aaron Xavier. You'll find that beautiful Gaines father shirt that John's wearing right there for sale, along with numerous other numerous numerous other evil games and evils designs that we've come up with over the last couple of years in preparation for this and the last thing i have to say is directly to marco anthony and hunter Payne, guys you're going to get one shot at this because we're only going to get better if you don't take us out the first time you're screwed <laughs> <laughs> oh man the heat, uh, all i gotta say is the heat's coming mm-hmm. the heat's coming Awesome. Well, thanks no again. <laughs> awesome. well, thanks again, guys. Uh, John, congratulations on a speedy recovery. Thank you um, very much. 
I'm going to try to be there on the 24th. If I'm not, uh, Aaron, you know, good luck in your championship match. Uh, and also good luck to Angel as well. So thank you guys again uh, for coming on. And hopefully maybe the next time I have you guys on, now uh, you have uh, some gold around your waist. Coming, coming off of the interview that we did, like, what have you learned about Gaines and Evil and what can you expect from them at SCW? What I learned is one thing I learned is that, you know, like they said, a lot of promoters would not let them mm-hmm. form this team. Yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, I'll say it. Some, sometimes you have local indie promoters that, that are wrestlers that want to be the main focus of their own show. Yeah. And sometimes that, that hurts your talent that you have in your locker room. You know, I, they can say no, but. I've seen companies where that's happened, where you knew the promoter, who the promoter was. You knew he was a wrestler, mm-hmm. champion, whatever. And there was guys who probably should have been in that main spot that weren't put in there because of clutching my top spot. And, you know, I think yeah. Evil Gains and Evil is going to be good for Southland. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, you know, when John Hudson came in by himself, John Hudson's a wrestler through and through. You know, uh, Aaron Xavier is a top notch and them two together. I'm telling you, like they said, it's going to be hell for SCW. Yeah. I, I truly, I, you know, the, the asshole in me would love to see them have the Genesis, the tie, the heavyweight, the woman's and the tag and the whole night they just wrestle <laughs> title matches. And they yeah. could do it. They they literally the the way those those guys are, how should I say, physically fit. You know, mm-hmm. they don't look like us. No, but they're don't. fit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it takes a lot of work to look like the way I do, man. I mean, it, it, it doesn't it, happen it overnight. It's true. Got um, you know, got to get up off the couch. You know, cook the wings. You know, get the Pepsi, the beer. It, it's hard, right? It's a hard life. Fun fact: I'm not sure if you know or not, but this mug could hold uh, two cans of soda at once. Nice. Actually, could hold three. Um, but two things I did take away from <laughs> two things I did take away from the interview is first off, uh, you have a great way of maintaining professionalism because I know your history you have with John Hudson. So, uh, kudos yeah, me to you and, on that. Uh, me and John have had you know our words and you know honestly, you know as a fan, yeah, we've almost came to blows, you know, because. Mm-hmm. He was used to coming out there and, you know, telling people off and I, you know, basically you would tell him what I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, I give him his respect, but you know, he can be an asshole, but you got to be an asshole to get to the top. Absolutely. And second thing I did realize, and I mentioned it multiple times, I've mentioned it probably more times than anything else I've ever done on podcasting. I haven't mentioned the first show. Every tag team has a genetic. This tag team doesn't seem to really have that. I honestly, well, not every tag team has a Genetti. Yeah, but you know, there's a the there's a long line of tag teams we can go down. That yeah, they have a you know, of course, the Rockers because they have the Genetti. Yeah. But you're right though. I don't see them having a Genetti. No, and I think you know, well, I, I, I think I think the exception to that rule is like if if you are if you if you're established and you form a tag team, I don't think that maybe it does apply that. Because it's like you said, not every tag team does. But what tag team is brand new into the business that 
both went off to become something and no one's the Janetti. Because, I mean, I guess you kind of stretch it to an extent. Like, you could say Harlem Heat. Stevie Ray's the Janetti. The Rock, yeah. uh, Marty Janetti's the Janetti. Uh, right. I mean, <laughs> I mean obviously, he, he fucking, he's the definition of it. Uh, you can look at the Steiner brothers, you know, Rick Steiner's the Janetti. Uh, you know, even like beyond, beyond I don't know, history, I don't, though. But I don't I'm know if Rick Steiner would be a Janetti. You know, I, I watched WCW, NWA back then. I was a fan of Rick Steiner. Yeah. The dog faced gremlin. Yeah. I understand what you mean. You know, Scott basically got pushed more to the top company, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, but there there are some some out there, but some like you said with evil gains and evil, I don't see it. There, evil gains evil uh, to me. If I compared it to a mainstream tag team, uh, Edge and Orton, rated RKO. Yeah. Two, two heels yeah. that come together for a common reason, and that's to take out DX. Which Elite Pain is that DX? They're the Triple H and Shawn Michaels. You know the the, the veterans that Which are one's still around. Triple H. Which one's Triple H with Ronson Michaels? Uh, Hunter or Marco? Yeah, I know. I guess you would have to give Hunter the Michaels gimmick, but at the same time, it, because, I mean, the thing is, like, when it comes to Hunter and Shawn Michaels, like, I believe Shawn Michaels was over more than Triple H at that time. Um, yeah, but Triple yeah, H is the powerhouse yeah. of the team, so I think Hunter's kind of both at that point. And nothing against uh, Marco, I don't know Marco outside of Lee Payne. I know he has history. I mean, even Aaron Xavier said he's had matches with Aaron or Marco. Yeah, he uh, uh Scott, I can't remember the tag the name they went by, but they they tagged so honestly with you know Aaron Xavier, you know Marco like that, that's gonna help Evil Gains and Evil. Yeah. Uh but Evil Gains and Evil does have a huge um um, Saturday coming up for them as Aaron Xavier is going for the SCW Heavyweight title. Angel's yes. going for the SCW Women's Championship. Uh, Sheik and Jake Andrews are going one-on-one for the Genesis title. And we still have yet to hear anything about the tag titles being on the line. Now, obviously, Hudson still not medically clear to uh, wrestle. Right. Uh, no word on if he's going to be at SCW or not. Um I don't think we got a chance to ask him during the interview if that was uh, if that was something. I think we did ask, but <clears throat> we he, did. But we he, did ask. He but basically he, said he said I may in a way roundabout way maybe I'll be there, maybe I won't. I personally think he's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Now I, this, I was dissension. I was, what is it? Dissension eight. That dissension is there is SCW's WrestleMania. That's their big you know big show of the year. And it's usually one of their better shows. That's they usually go all out for that show. So I could Fucking, see. Are you sure they don't go all in on it though? I mean, come on now. Well, that's what she said. Ah, boom. <laughs> but I think he'll be there in a way. He yeah. may be sitting in the crowd. Who knows? Well, somebody who is supposed to be there from the rumor mill is uh, there's going to be a special guest commentator at SCW. Have you heard about this? Oh yeah, I'm. I totally forgot to bring it up because he's really not that relevant anymore. You know, ah, okay. he well, he, he put on put on social media on his Facebook page that he's a commentator, and I basically say, you know, I feel bad for the guy that he has to pimp himself out to be a commentator for SEW. I think we should start a GoFundMe for him. You know. Yeah, we are talking about the same yeah. person, right? Uh, his name is at. Uh, 
Adam, I can't walk because my knee is broke. Something. There we go. Very close. Uh, you mispronounced the word cage, but yeah. Oh, okay. Cage, cage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just cage and my knee is broke. It's kind of. It, it does. It's the same, same syllables. Yeah. It starts out with the same letter. Totally, totally understand where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Right. Um, so yeah. It, it, and that's another thing too that bothers me is like, you know, I, I get it that the dude's injured. He still wants to get back into the wrestling scene until he's healed up. But damn it, if he's not taking my fucking spot at JFW or at SCW again, it, it just sucks. And it's like it's like I mentioned uh, on the uh, on the mainstream show before the split. Why is it that Terry's in there trying to take over SCW? Sentinel made a return to try to take over SCW. Keith is trying to get his spat back at SCW, and yet Travis is not given the opportunity that everyone else is getting. The injustice because you're so damn good. They're afraid if they you know if they have you there. That just you'll get over more than any of them have ever had. Oh yeah, and you know you're speaking of speaking of Terry and Keast and Sentinel. I think they ought to have a match where they wrestle to see who's the new president. You put Sentinel mm-hmm. in there, John Hurt, Terry Allen, Doug Keast. They all verse each other. John Hurt. <laughs> about a, John Hurt. Wrinkle yeah, shirt. John John Hurt. John Hurt. There you go. That, hey, there we go. Wrinkle shirt. John shirt. Hurt. Right. Oh god. I should make I should make uh I should make John Hurt a t shirt and see if I can find the graphics that just make wrinkles automatically show. <laughs> wrinkle shirt, John Hurt. Yeah. That's I like that. Speaking of Sentinel, I don't know if you know this or not, but what do you think of my shirt? I like that. I've seen that on right? uh, T Public. Right, right. It's available on yeah. T Public, T E E P U B L A C dot com, just by searching yeah. JFW. Uh I, I I wasn't quite sure because I mean I wanted to make a new shirt. I wanted to get the uh you know, get get the merchandise. I want I want to be I want enough merchandise for fans to, you know, have a variety. And I was like, you know what? Let me talk a little bit about Sentinel's booking. And I was like, man, fuck his booking. Boom, here we go. Stick figure humping. That's, I like that shirt. I like that. It's amazing. I wore it uh to Steam Hollow and I plan on wearing this uh quite often to a lot of wrestling shows. So will you be attending the twenty 20- Next Saturday or not? My overall goal is because I do have to work. because uh, uh, oh, yeah. I don't make I don't make enough money off of here because I don't have enough people buying merchandise or signing up for Audible. Uh, <laughs> but the overall goal is if I can get off work uh on time and depending on the day, if it's not gross or disgusting out and everything, and I can maybe head straight to the show. I could probably get there by the time it starts. Uh, other than that, um, I could probably get home, get cleaned up. I could probably make it there probably maybe 20 minutes after the bell rings. But the goal is to be there. I, my, my goal is to be at SCW. Will I be there on time? I'm not sure, but that is the goal to do that at least. So we'll see. Well, unlike, unlike the main show, the, the fans who listen to yeah. the JFW Indie show, they're going to get a good recap of what happened. 100%. It's not going to be, well, I didn't watch the show. I will be there, and I will give a full recap of the show to the JFW Indie Show fans that are unable to make it, or even buy the pay-per-view due to other obligations, so they know what happened. And we're going to give our opinions on the matches. May not be the nicest opinions, may not be the best, but we're going to give our opinions. Hundred percent, and uh, we're going to go ahead and do one more show uh, that's going to be released this week, along with uh, this one, obviously, uh, as kind of a, a pre-SCW show. 
So we're going to go over the official full match card. Hopefully we get everything sent to us ready to go. And we're going to do some predictions on it and everything. And we'll also recap the other shows coming up. Like I said, like Phoenix Pro Wrestling coming up in September. ARW has a show coming up. I haven't gotten any information on that yet, but hopefully soon. Um, but, uh, this, this is going to be a, this going to be exciting for, uh, for JFW fans because I got the audio for our mainstream show, uh, out. The video is going to be released by tomorrow morning. This show is going to be released tomorrow morning, both video and audio. And then we're going to be uh, releasing another show at the end of the week uh, to get everyone ready for the SCW Dissension Show coming up Saturday. Uh, but uh, before we close out, I totally forgot. I got to mention the sponsors of the show, which I got to teach you. These, I got to teach you these plugs, man, because you got to help me out and do these too. Unless you want to be a daily ball wash, right? Oh, she's an amazing fucking product, right? Right, everything from head to toe, from hole to pole. You know, when it when it comes to your sack, they have your back, Steve. I mean, one of the greatest products that they sell to date is the ball guard, and I praised that shit like the Dickens on my last episode because I work yes, outside and it's hot and it's gross and it's sweaty, and you start swamping it up down there in the nether regions. And the best thing for you to do is to get the ball guard because it protects you down there. I know what you're thinking. Ball guard? What the fuck is ball guard? Well, I can tell you it's a lotion, but that's just not the case. It's actually a liquid powder. And what I mean by that is, is you put it on your hands, you rub it together like it is a lotion, you go ahead and put it where you need to put it, and it dries just like a powder. So there's no more issues with getting powder all over the bathroom, on the floor, on the walls, on the sink and everything. You don't got your wife bitching at you about the mess you're making because it's so easy to put on, apply, and it dries, and you're ready to go for the day. But beyond that, shampoos and conditioners, they got body washes, and they even got scrubbers for your body. Those nice sponges, well, they got a manly kind one, the one that really gets in there and gets the dirt off of you. You know, and for you, uh, for you guys who are lonely, or maybe you got some ladies who like a little fun, they have a lubricant too. That's right, not only for hygiene, but for pleasure as well. Ball wash has everything, man. It has a lot. Right? And you can buy all of it, throw it in your cart, and at checkout, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, save you 15% in your entire order. It's amazing. Nice. I know, right? I gotta give me some, I gotta give me some ball wash. Yeah, you gotta get that ball guard, man. I tell you, it's, it is a game fucking changer. A game changer. So happy for it. Sweet. Yeah. We're also brought to you by Audible.com, which if you're just like me and you love stories, you just don't like reading your stories yourself, Audible.com is the best place for you to go. It's a one-stop shop for all audiobooks. If you go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today, you get yourself a 30-day free trial of Audible plus a credit to your first book purchase. That's right. 30 days? 30 days. Absolutely free. Damn. Right? 30 days. 30 days. And a credit to your first book. You You can own a book. From Audible, and it won't cost you a cent. All it's going to cost you is three minutes to sign up. And all you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Sign up today. Use uh, you know, use your 30 days worth of uh, Audible. And you know what? If you're just not into it, you can cancel at any time. There's no obligation to continue. It's absolutely amazing. But so for three minutes worth of work, I get 30 days for free. That's right. Plus a credit to your three first Three for 30. Book. Work, you can't go wrong with that. You cannot go wrong. And it doesn't cost you a dime to try it out. It's absolutely amazing. So, uh, Steve, is there anything I'm missing as far as wrestling uh, that we need to cover before uh, before we close up here today? No, I'll be talking to you about our next show. There's a 
couple indie companies. They're kind of more of a mainstream. I'd like to, you know, kind of talk about a little bit more yeah. that we don't haven't talked about. Okay. Um, I'll tell you real quick here. Uh, Warrior Wrestling that runs out of Chicago Heights gotcha. and uh, Game Changer Wrestling. And the reason I talk about Game Changer Wrestling is because of that Nick Gage and I can't say his name, fucking Zack Ryder. That story thing they got going. Matt Cardona. I'm not a big de- there you go, Matt Cardona. I'm not a big deathmatch guy. Yeah. But I can say I'm, I'm going to try to watch that. So I, I figure next show we can really hit on that, talk about that, you know, for the fans out there. 100%. Uh, there was something I did fail uh, on on the first show, and I think I need to correct it. And you can actually uh, don't tell me. Um, I kept saying Windy City Championship Wrestling, and that's not what it is. It's it was Windy, Windy City, City Pro Pro Wrestling WCPW. Right. So I apologize, right. for but that. it used to be before it had a lawsuit with Ted Turner. It was Windy City Windy City Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So I want to apologize to that. We're not here to uh, make false claims towards indie companies. I would hate. I'm for, surprised I didn't catch that. Well, I, I talked. I do talk uh, pretty fast, and uh, I jump around from topics to topics while I do podcasting. So uh, we were probably talking about Windy City Wrestling and jump to SCW and then jump to ARW. Right. So right. Uh, I do that a lot, and it's weird because until I go back and listen to the show, I really don't know I'm doing it. Um, and I kept saying like WCCW doesn't sound right. Like WCPW, okay, it's Windy City Pro. WCCW was out of tech. It was the down. Yeah, was I was like. Yeah, it's like world class championship wrestling or something like that. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. So you've actually you actually said Windy City Pro Wrestling in the show, so you knew what you were talking about. I just kept saying the wrong thing. So I want to apologize right. for that. Um, I I don't want somebody to think that I'm you know I'm saying the negative or wrong thing about their company because that's not what we're here to do. So I'm sorry, Windy City Wrestling, uh, Windy City Pro Wrestling. My bad. Damn it, I did it again. Yeah. I have to I, I have to have that education class with you on the way to I know, right? Phoenix right. Pro on uh, September 4th. How am I going to have Sam on this show to talk about Windy City if I can't even get the name right? If you can get Sam on this show, you've done a lot. I know. I'm, I'm going to have to try. I, 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 like I said, man, like when we do this panel for Windy City, man, there's a lot of people I would love to get on it. My worry is, like, I may, I, I'd have to cut it down to a certain number, and I would just hate to cut people out because, I mean, I, I was told I need to have Sam on it, I need to have Terry on it, I need Hunter. Oh on no, you can have, you can probably get at least, at least ten, fifteen people on a panel. It may go for a few hours, but God, but that, that, just, that's, a lot, uh, that's a lot just, of people, brother. Just the history and the knowledge that they can bring to that panel. Yeah, you know. My my whole goal is, like, if I could get at least five people from different eras of Windy City, I think I'd be good. That'd, yeah, that that actually, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we'll talk, we'll talk next week about, or not, not next week, later on this week, actually, right. um, about the other wrestling independent companies you want to bring up and discuss. Um, we'll do the uh, SCW match card and the predictions with that. And uh, we'll see if we get any responses from the Evil Games and Evil. Maybe, uh, maybe this will open the door to allow people to interact with us. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put this out there. If anyone out there who is a fan of SCW, Evil Games and Evil, or any independent company or something like that, if you guys have a question or a comment on what we're doing here, send it our way. And I, we'll talk about it on the show. We'll discuss oh, whatever. Yeah. 
know, somebody gives us like, hey, who do you think would win in this kind of match? Or, you know, like, like, how do you feel about this and stuff like that? Uh, Steve has a plethora of knowledge inside that dome of his, uh, which you can clearly see how big it is now that he doesn't have his hood on. Um, yep. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're going to open it up to the possibility of interactions with fans and stuff, especially in the independent world. And that's what we're here to do. So. Uh, Steve, you, you mentioned something about a closing. Um, you, you, you said it. I don't remember it, uh, but I'm here to, I guess, get the closes. Is there anything I need to do on my end? Or No, I'm going to close this show out tonight. You're going to close it out. Okay. This show, this this podcast is over the way a lot of wrestlers wish they could have been over in their career. Have a good night. <laughs>